Yeah, What You Need to Know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And Clinton Yates is in this week for Sedano. Sedano. What's going on, guys? How are we doing? We're good. Um, I want to get back to these uh, dating apps here in a second. But Lindsay Baseball has what we need to know. Linz? Well, speaking of baseball, we all know that the MLB All-Star Game is going to be in town this coming weekend. And starting on Friday at the Santa Monica Pier, baseball fans can check out the Capital One All-Star Oceanfront. So normally when you have like the Super Bowls in town, whatever, like they, they kind of put everything all in like one central area. I love how what they're doing for the All-Star Game is they're having these little fan events in different areas of L.A. So like I said, they're going to start the All-Star Oceanfront in Santa Monica this weekend. It's going to feature casual and instructional youth baseball and softball activities directly on the beach they're also going to have yoga classes sand sculpture sculpture contests batting and pitching cages as well as a beach cleanup event it's free of charge for fans and there's also going to be a baseball themed carnival like you know like a little pop-up situation with all of the all-star merchandise so that's going to run from friday through sunday and then over the also during the weekend, they're going to have a separate event at the L.A. Convention Center where they're going to have, you know, similar to what they did with uh, the fan fest that we went to, Cappy, for the Super Bowl. You mean All... the night where I almost broke my leg? Exactly. The night where you tripped over one of those fake flower pots right outside <laughs> the convention center. Yeah, still hurt. Exactly. So um, they're going to have something similar also downtown at the convention center. And if you need more info on all of this stuff, you can go to allstargame.com. But all these events are free. You just got to make sure you, like, reserve your ticket and... Go have fun. Go do uh, yoga on the beach with baseball people. Quentin, are you uh, are you going to be involved in any of the festivities? Are you covering anything? Are you going to go to any of the parties? I mean, like, have you thought about the All-Star Game is coming to your town? Do you want to be a part of it? Sometimes, you know, when, when big events come to people's yeah. towns, they like to hide. That, and yeah. other times people like to, you know, jump all in and get immersed. What, what are you going to do? So I was more on the hiding front for the Super Bowl. I had a friend in town who was actually a Bengals fan who I went to college with. So I went to college in Ohio. And we sort of did the Bengals side of things. But I kind of stayed away from the big stuff. This one? Oh, your boy is all in. You better believe I will be at every single thing possible. And I'm going to the stadium for the Futures game. That's going to be a big deal. A lot of guys I know that are in that. I actually know the guy that picks the teams for that, you know, just through baseball channels. So I'm really excited about that. The home run derby to me is the piece de resistance. Like, that's the jewel of the weekend, in my opinion. Um, The All-Star game is cool. It's more so to see people that I know around the game. But as I was saying to Beto on Friday at the park, I'm just interested to see what Dodger Stadium looks like when it's not a Dodger game, for lack of a better term. You know what I mean? It's a baseball game, but the fan is like you know, the fans are a little different at an All Star type of a setup. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm just interested to see the activation kind of be nationalized, even if just for one, two, or three days. Yeah, uh, somebody just asked me the other day. They're like, "Are you going to go to this the, the big party on Sunday, or and maybe it's Sunday? I think it is." And I'm like, what's the big party? And they're like, oh, dude, everybody who's there, all the players come flying in, and all the agents and all the people. Yeah. It's, it's like the thing to do, the place to go. And I'm like, um, I don't know. I mean, the biggest thing that happens, typically, there are parties. And because this is L.A., there will be something sanctioned. But, like, you got to understand also, this is a mid-season event. So it's not like... Yeah, you know, it's not like all sorts of randos are going to show up to. Par- I don't know; it's hard to explain, but it's 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 not exactly the Super Bowl, is what I'm getting at. You know that that's not a one for one comparison in terms of what what happens around the game. Well, I can just tell you this: if I show up at that party on Sunday night, guess who I am? I am one of the randos. Right. I mean, that's, that's me. That's part of the situation. Also, Key's birthday party is that weekend, so I got plenty partying in me without having to do anything related to baseball to party. The Key birthday party is the same weekend of the All Star Game. It is. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know that because, of course, you know, I'm not tight like that with Key. It know? is, yeah. So that's wow. that's it's going to be a lot going on. So yeah. Wow. I wonder if uh, Morales is going to be like organizing that party, or if he's actually just going to be a an invited guest to that party. You'd have to ask him, but I'm looking forward to seeing him for sure. All we right. can ask him tomorrow during live imaging Tuesday. Excellent. Lit. Call. It's lit. That's right. Uh, what you need to know is being brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And there's a whole bunch of information for you that uh, there are all kinds of all-star festivities. What a great year to be a sports fan in L.A., right? Yeah. You get the Super Bowl in your hometown with the Rams playing in it and winning it. And now you have the Dodgers literally running away with the National League West before the all-star break even happens. And then the all-star game is in your hometown. What a time to be a sports fan in this community. Very excited about this, and I love the fact that we are doing our stuff around it as well. I can't say how happy I am about this, that we got our own little thing going out in West Covina. It's going to be fun. Really looking forward to meeting a lot of listeners who couldn't make it to the Mandy's. That was a different kind of deal. This one's free. Pull on up. We'll be there. No dress code, no tickets, no nothing. Just fun and games. I love it. Cappy, I think we should go to some of the stuff like we did with the uh, NFL stuff. Some yeah, content trips. Yeah. yeah. You want, you want I, to go? Should I, we go on Monday? Like, should we go to the yeah, Home Run Derby? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, if I we can get tickets to that, heck yeah. I mean, I haven't been to a Home Run Derby. I'm not exaggerating. Since I want to say, oh, God, this is really going to sound bad. I don't think I've been to a Home Run Derby since the McGuire, Sosa, Boston, Fenway, Ted Williams, Tony Gwynn, like that whole oh, wow. thing that happened, this is 1999. I was going to say, that's 98, 99, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was just coming off my honeymoon. We all know what's happened since then. I literally came back from my honeymoon and went right to Boston for that, that All-Star game. And I honestly, I don't think I've been to another home run derby since. Maybe the one in San Diego I went to a couple of years ago. But um, Monday, you want to go to the home run derby? Lynch? Yeah, I mean, if anything, we got to try and get. Let's try and go to that, and then also some of the other, you know, like the like we were mentioning the ball. There's stuff going on outside the ballpark, all the fan stuff. Where you know how we did like the take your picture in front of the player's shoulder pads. You know, they have all that cool. Yeah, I was cool gonna say uh, if you guys are planning on actually getting into the stadium on Monday for the derby, you better get on that. Now. Oh, they sell a ton of tickets for sale for it. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. I was just on the website. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, how much do they cost? Um, You know, I'm not sure about that, but I'm sure, you know, me and Cappy can figure something out and, you know. All right. We'll, fi- we'll figure no, it out, Cappy. I, I yeah. would have assumed that would have been well sold out. I would. Yeah. Th- I, you would think so. But because I think, it's an extremely popular event. Right. And that's what I thought. But I, I will say when I was, the last time I covered baseball was when the All-Star game was in Cleveland. And I was still like, you know, I wasn't like covering it like there every day like I, I used to be. But I thought, t- as like a fan from a fan perspective, I thought that like being there in person, the home run derby was probably like the least exciting thing to see on person. Like I thought what? it was cooler to watch on TV. Are you kidding me? At the Cleveland one, the one where Vladdy Jr. hit forty-five bombs yeah, and yes, didn't even that, win. That part of it, yes. But I'm just saying, like <laughs> the, the whole the, part a- of it. the, the atmosphere home... was very just like ah, we're here, like ah, whatever. Like I, it didn't. I didn't see like the com- the competitive like vibe around it. You I know? think that's a little. I was at that, and that's the best home run derby I've ever been to. It so. was like the home run derby itself, yes. But I'm saying like the vibe from like a fan standpoint. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, well, you know. listen, I mean, I did see this also earlier that there are tickets available for the Home Run Derby. Uh-huh. Like, I, I was also cap. surprised. I, 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 Like you, Clinton, I thought, okay, well, this has got to be an event that's probably been up for sale for you know well over a year or the day that they announced that the Home Run Derby and the All-Star festivities are coming to L.A. I assumed that everything would be on sale, and I long assumed that everything would have been sold out. But I also saw an ad today that said, you know, you can buy your tickets for the Home Run Derby. Um, Give it a rip. Right. Give it a rip. It's fun. Yeah, but but hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm not buying tickets to anything. 
I mean, come on. This is this okay. is an event. Yeah, we, we can talk about the logistics of it later. I mean, but is the event on ESPN? Is I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whole, we can figure out, you know, whatever, you know. I know, like, credentials probably needed to be submitted a while ago. And, in fact, my dad, I was talking to him this week, and he's like, are you doing any, like, the All-Star stuff? Because I know you always, like, cover the All-Star in baseball. And I was just like, you know, it snuck up on me so quickly this year that I didn't even, like, think to ask about it. I okay, kind of forgot so, it was here. So, clearly, since I'm the only credentialed media member of this station going to the function, I shall serve as correspondent for said event for a couple of things. I think you guys should still try to go. But I'm definitely going to be there with a seat so, with my name on it. So. so on Monday of next week, one week from today, when yes. the Home Run Derby is getting ready, you'll be in Dodger Stadium, correct? I'll be in Dodger Stadium. I'm actually hosting Allen and Sleewa that morning. So I can do that show, and I'll be heading to the ballpark, and I can check in okay. from and, the ballpark. Okay, because we're only going to be on the air from 4 to 5, and then we're actually going to hand off to ESPN Radio. Oh, and we're gonna, excellent, and, yeah. I'll call and I have volunteered, just so you know, Clint, I have volunteered with ESPN Radio to call the Home Run Derby. Because I miss Chris Berman saying, back, 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 back. He just hit that one all the way to the Santa Monica Pier. Back, 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 back. He just hit that one all the way to San Diego. Back, 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 back. So I'm in on calling the Home Run Derby, even though I don't really think I'd be good at it. I just want to do a Chris Berman. That's all. That's nothing wrong with that, dude. By the way, Cap, um, the tickets, so I just double-checked. And if you go to, as I mentioned uh, when we were talking about don't give away what your you sources. Just say the price. No, no, no. I'm just saying, if you go to MLB.com slash all-star, mm-hmm. then you can find, you can buy tickets there. There's plenty of seats. I'm looking at the chart now. Um, the And this is face value, remember. The prices range from like three to like 700 bucks. So that's not bad for an all-star or, really? you know, an all-star event. Yeah. That is shockingly yeah. low to me. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I would never pay $300 to go to a home run derby. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what it takes to get in. That's what it takes to get in. I know. I mean, I'm I'm way too cheap. Number one, <laughs> and I'd much rather watch it on TV. But I mean, seriously, You're Scott like, Kaplan. You, you. I mean, I'm sure we could probably work something out, Cap. Dude, if I walk up with my picture of my three Mandy's, the one the naked picture that I took, <laughs> oh, that's that that's better than a credential. You have full hear, full access. Did you hear about this, Clinton? <laughs> I, yeah, I did hear about this, and I saw it too. Oh, okay, yes. good. No, I, I, right. Listen, I listen to the station. I know what's going on. I'm glad you do. I try. I'm glad you do in a big way. Um, hey, coming back, I do want to get back to what you were talking about, yes. which is the dating apps. Correct. And your desire to get on them now that you're newly single. Okay, let's not overstate what is going on here. My willingness to get on them to entertain our listeners. That's where we are. I'm actually looking for some suggestions on what are the best ones. Yeah. Like, isn't there one like called Farmers Only? Uh, bro, come on. What are we doing? <laughs> Right. I'm not going to embarrass myself. Well, no, but you sometimes I've got, say... There's a code of conduct for the president of the local <laughs> chapter of the handsome man community. If you did not read your bylaws oh, you're not a and the guidelines that went out last week, maybe you should refresh them. Well, how, would you consider J-Date? Could I get you on to J-Date? Again, I'm willing to do almost anything that doesn't reputa- destroy my reputation in good fun. Okay. <laughs> so wait, you, you have no desire whatsoever to actually find a date. You just want to like go on it and talk about it on the Look, show. I mean, I'm not, up, I'm not up here trying to be like that. If I wanted to find a date, I could find a date. I'm just saying that like, depending on how entertaining this is, it depends on how long I continue to entertain it. You know what I mean? Okay. That's how enough. that goes. Okay. All right. Which dating site should Clinton Yates jump onto? If anybody's got any great suggestions because you've been on and you've had success, you should definitely let us know. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. I hope I got the right number because um, it's hard with the ESPN part of it. You know, you're like looking for the letters, the whole deal. Uh, we'll grab a couple of these calls. We're going to make some suggestions to Clinton. 
And I got to run something by you guys because I'm always complaining that I don't have any series to watch. And I finally started a series last night. I want to get you guys' opinion on that. Stick around. This is Shidano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What's going on, community? It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Make sure you're joining our community, the Circle of Trust on Twitter. For those of you guys that have a hard time finding the community, just keep on coming back. We, we, we continue to try and show you how to do it. Clinton, do you have any suggestions for anybody who, who's having a hard time finding the community well, on Twitter? I'm not going to lie. This is actually a little bit more difficult than I realized. When I was trying to show the consigliere, Julian, how to get in, up, he was poking around for it and couldn't find it until I invited him. So I don't have many suggestions for this, Laura, on how this works. So it's it's been rough because I've posted. Many people have done it. So there was like a back way where you joined. like you. There was a sponsor community for Stranger Things. If you join that, it automatically gave you the tab for oh. the communities. So there's that hack. Yeah. There's an invite hack, but you can't invite everybody. No, there's, and I'm not inviting anybody I don't know. So no, 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 but I mean, like, there's people that have like, hey, I've been trying for months since you guys created this community, and I can't get in. Can you invite me? So when we go, we it says we are not uh, able to invite. I have an idea. Okay. Which is that everybody who shows up on Friday, we should find a way to make sure that they get into the community on Twitter. You know what? That's a great sort idea. Of a social media sort of a... a right. Uh, I don't even know what the word is. Like a meetup. A meetup. Yeah, but also like a bit of a... I don't even know, like a, a course. You know what I'm saying? Like where we just tell people... Social media 101 for joining the community. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so somebody can be there at a tent and say, hey, you want to sign up for the community? Come on over here. we get your information, you know? Yeah. Uh, Clinton, I'm really excited about this Friday. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. I don't know about the Wiffle Ball Home Run Derby. You feel confident in that arena? You know, so we talked earlier about how we might need some extra bodies for the sake of our game, perhaps holding a supplemental draft to make sure that we have enough people should somebody get hurt or get tired or whatever it may be. I think the Wiffle Ball Tournament Home Run Derby might be a substitute for the supplemental draft. That might be a nice way to tie in listeners. Say, hey, listen, you might not get to play, but if you hang around, somebody goes down as a participant or winner, you can step in. Now, that changes the jersey issue, but at that point, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, We will have gone through a day of broadcast. They'll have participated. It's a little extra bonus maybe to even win. You know what I'm saying? I think that might be some way to do this. I don't run these things, but I've been around a lot of these situations. That seems like it's doable. 
Okay. All right. Well, the wiffle ball thing, you know, it's kind of like when, when hitters are asked, hey, are you going to do the, the home run derby this year? And they're like, oh, no, I don't want to do the home run derby. It's going to screw up my swing. It's going to be exhausting. It's going to take me <laughs> two weeks to recover. I'm worried that the wiffle ball home run derby could screw up my whole softball game thing. You know, are you, you know, doing the wiffle ball? I thought that was just for listeners. I'd like to get in on it. Okay. I mean, really. no, then yeah. In that case, I think because you are the technically the captain of the team, you should do it. Like, I don't think we should have everybody out there doing it just for the sake of, like, timing. It's only an hour, you know. Yeah. I uh, I may switch hit in this softball game, just so you know. Clinton. Okay. All right. Depending on where I'm, you know, if, if these guys pull a, a shift on me because I'm a left-handed hitter <laughs> and they got everybody over on the right side of the infield, I may just flip the whole switch and go bat righty. All I'm going to say is make sure to be ready to perform at like 630 because that's when warm-ups start even though okay. the game's at seven okay you know what i'm right. saying we're gonna gotcha. have a full 10 to 15 minute stretch sesh and then a couple 10 15 more minutes with the throwing so that nobody's all out of you know what i mean like we're gonna we're gonna do it right okay i, I i've gone into my uh my closet here mm-hmm. to uh to find my baseball gloves sure and um what th- what do you have I, I i've got them i mean I, i've got all the gloves yeah, i've got them bring them bring them all yeah, I got. I must have like three or four gloves. Good, you know, and I got to figure out which is the glove to use here. Because you're going to also want to warm up with the softball. I'm sure you probably haven't gotten a grip on something that. Well, I don't want to sound awkward here, but you haven't gotten a grip on something that large in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of what you're playing with, wow, this is not getting better. Um, <laughs> you know, just acclimate yourself. You know, that's that's pretty much the deal. Hey, Clinton. Uh, yes. Before I get, I, I want to get back to these uh, dating apps, but sure. I just want to tell you guys. So everybody's always giving me a hard time because I, I didn't finish Ted Lasso and I, I don't subscribe to many like, um, you know, different shows and series, streaming series. I just I don't watch that much stuff. And um, I've, everybody's talking about Stranger Things. Laura mentioned it earlier. You know, I ordered a pizza from Domino's like two weeks ago. The box was just all over Stranger Things. Hmm. I don't watch Stranger Things. Have you watched Stranger Things? Uh, no, I have not watched Stranger Things, but I have been through to that, that drive-through experience thing that they did during the pandemic. Good? It was awesome. Ooh. Like, I didn't even, I, I don't even, I, I barely understand the story about Stranger Things, but this thing was one of the best That's productions so I've ever seen. Scott, I can actually tell you I about that later. Was I supposed to go to you, with, go with you to yes, that? Yes, and I ended up going with somebody else, another friend of and mine. You said and it was, was amazing. Yeah. It was a blast. <laughs> like, it was really cool, but that's another story. Okay, so, so I'm not in on Stranger Things. Clinton isn't, although he went on some experience. Partially in. I, you okay. Know. Laura, are you in on Stranger Things? I haven't seen the new season, but I was caught up in all of them. But it took forever to do this one that I feel like I got to go back. So I don't got okay. time for that. Right. So and we'll Lynn's, see. Lynn's yes. Stranger Things? You're yes. Right. I okay. watched it. I actually watched it like four times last week, uh, the finale, because um, I was concussed for a few days and I didn't know what happened until I watched it like four times. But that's another story. But I thought it was great. And like they totally lost me last season. And then I got back on board with this season, and I highly recommend it. I don't know if you'd like it, Cap, but... Okay, that's that's a very important thing you just said. I've heard from many of my friends who watch Stranger Things, dude, you won't like it. I feel like it's it's like a little... Don't take this the wrong way, but it might be a little like it might be a little deep for you. It might be a little much for you. And not really? to say the show itself is deep, but I feel like you would get lost and be like, ah, this is this is too too weird. Okay, you know? so so I have a Clinton. I have a bit of a short attention span. As that's you may have exactly noticed. exactly. So a friend of mine who watches Stranger Things told me, um, this is not a good show for you. You won't like it. He goes, just trust me. I know you. You won't like the show. Okay, fine. So he tells me, he goes, but I have a show for you. I said, you do? He said, yeah. He goes, and the best part about it is it's only four episodes. And it's a docudrama, if you will. So last night I started this series. I'm one episode into four. 
Has anyone heard of this wacky series on Netflix called Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey? Has anybody heard of this? Absolutely not. Yes. I watch every documentary ever known to mankind. This sounds like something that does not involve a lot of my people. Oh, no. This is... This is... This is for you to to laugh at your non people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is this is a I'm bunch already of already laughing. Yeah. Th- this is this is one of the most. I'm one episode in, and like a 19 year old girl is marrying like the 85 year old prophet of oh. the the fundamentalist. The Mormons. Oh, dear. so it's about it's about Warren Jeffs, like the Mormon creeper who basically um, made. Polygamy a thing okay, again. Okay, well, so I won't be laughing it's at this. It's very, no, ridiculous. it's serious. Yeah. It's very scandalous. It's very, like, depressing. There's been a lot of documentaries on this topic, and I thought this one was, like, it wasn't all that interesting, so I'm surprised that you like it that much, Cap, because I feel like there's better ones about it. But I'm only one episode in, and I'm told, hey, get ready, because you haven't seen anything yet. If you think an 85-year-old guy marrying a 19-year-old girl for his, like, 50th wife, if you think that's weird, you haven't even scratched the surface yet. Yeah, if you know nothing about that whole scandal and situation, then it's definitely pretty crazy. But, uh, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, I don't know, I don't even know what to say about it, Cap. It's, it's yeah. a weird one. It's, yeah, a, it's odd, and it's sad. It's very yeah. sad. I'm going to be watching. I am. But now let's not talk about something sad. Let's talk about something exciting. Clinton Yates <laughs> is about to go on the dating sites. Which one's he, which, which one should he go on? Okay. What's he going to do? Let's hear this. Let me, so my understanding is is this. My understanding is that either Bumble or Hinge, mm-hmm. the way the setup works yep. is you don't actually see, as a man, as a cisgendered, straight, heterosexual male, I do not see the other potential partners. They see me, and until they pick me, I am not otherwise informed of their interest. Is that correct? Bumble, yes. Hinge, I did hinge years ago, and I don't remember that's how it worked. But I know for Bumble, it's like, depending on when you click, because you can pick just friends, by the way, on Bumble. There's oh, like really? A, there's like a friends tab where you oh. you don't need to do the dating tab. It could be like a networking oh. thing. This is this is news to yeah. me. I bet you a lot of people try to act like they're trying to be friends and screw that up. Yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, but there is like a friends or networking meetup type of thing on Bumble, so you don't have to go directly to the dating okay. site of the section. But yeah, so like the girl... Girl kind of has more of the quote unquote power cool. there than the guy does. Understandable. So that's that's wait that's Hinge or that's, Bumble. That's Bumble. Bumble. So, right, what so is, Bumble. What is, let me just understand this, O'Clinton. Yeah. Bumble is you're a guy, you go you put your profile or whatever on their app, and you can't go reach a lady. She has to come reach you. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, she has to initiate Bumble. the conversation. Okay. That's Bumble. Okay. What else are we looking at here? I think the other one. Okay, so what's the difference between Bumble and Hinge? Well, Hinge, I Hinge, you have to like fill out a freaking novel. Oh no! And it's one of those things yep. where they'll be like, like tell two truths and a lie or something like it's. But it's like they ask you a lot of questions, and to me, I was after like the first like three prompts, I was like, nope, I'm done. Yep, that's automatically too, way too much work. So okay. I I literally went to Google. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it just said, what is better, Bumble or Hinge? Okay. And it says Bumble is slightly more superficial and <laughs> and has an incognito mode. Which women like for privacy, and men like it because the girl is initiating. Hinge has a better prompts and allows men to send the first message first, which is more adventure. I don't need that. Yeah, that I, that's that's not necessary. Now, what about Tinder? Well, this is what I was going to ask you. Now, what it was Tinder straight hookup? T- okay. Not necessarily. I've never done. Well, I've never done it, so I shouldn't judge. But straight <laughs> hookup. I I think that's what everyone assumes, but I think it's evolved into more than that because I actually know like three people. I most people I like. 
my age, our age nowadays, I feel like date on meet on dating apps. I like my roommate's best friend is getting married in a few weeks. She met him on Tinder. My sister met her husband on Tinder. Like I know a lot of people who who've had relationships on Tinder. So okay, I, I, but I don't think that's the same. Ohio as Tinder and LA no. Tinder. Well, I'm talking about thing. I'm again again my roommate's best <laughs> I'm friend. With you. I'm messing you know? with you. Relax. I'm messing with you. I'm well, just... I don't disagree with you on that, <laughs> but I'm just saying in general, I think like the app itself started off as like everyone's just like, oh, that's just for hookup or whatever. Well, but I feel like it's it's more like, like let, me, let me ask you this. People, you know? I I think I think Tinder, Scott, has the highest potential for comedy uh amongst the sort of regular ones. Now, Raya, Raya, is that what it's called? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. So can you describe only. that, Lindsay? So it's like an invite only. You need to know somebody who has like an invitation to it. And you have to be like, quote unquote, fa- it's for like more famous, like, you know, famous, prestigious. It's like a private, like a private club. You know, like people have their private social clubs. Yeah, I don't really understand this whole famous uh, dating app thing. I have a buddy of mine who's a CEO of a company. Uh-huh. Um, and he, I wouldn't call him famous, but he's um, loaded. Right. He, yeah, he's, he, he's the CEO of a very big company. Well, that's a whole other market. There's like sugar daddies and rich people hookups, like whole oh, really? other thing. Oh, yeah. yeah cause, and and he, was, he was the CEO of a very, very big company. So this is a smaller company. But anyway, point is, he's a successful business guy. And he told me about a, a dating app for famous people that he somehow, I don't know how he got on. Anyway, he was on it. And he said that he was contacted. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. He was contacted by Sharon Stone. Wow. And I had that same reaction. Like, dude, that's unbelievable. That's pretty you, high caliber. Tell me that Sharon Stone is on a dating app looking yeah. for, for CEOs like yourself? Wow. But was, was it but was it really Sharon Stone? Did he actually meet Sharon Stone? Answer is don't think so and don't know. Meaning I don't know if it was really her. Um I was I'm I'm pretty sure it was, because I believe she talked about this in an interview once about how she's like in the streets, yeah, they're to very little success. Yeah, they're definitely on it. I know, like, there was a story a couple months ago about like this girl who matched with Ben Affleck on it, and I something well, like something happened. It was like a TikTok that went viral because she matched with matched with Ben Affleck. She didn't believe it was actually him, and then found out after the fact that he like similarly mentioned in an interview or something how he had tried the dating. Like, she, oh, I was on Ryan, it didn't work out. Blah 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 blah. And so then she posted something on TikTok like, oh my god, that actually was Ben Affleck. I'm so <laughs> regretting this now. I don't need to meet like as much as I said before that the comedy of meeting ridiculous superficial people is actually part of the bit here. I actually just realized that I don't have time for that crap. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I'll deal with regular human beings. Yes. You know what it's I'm saying? Really? That You're are not let your friends introduce you to somebody. Really? No, I mean I'll, I don't mind being on the apps. I just don't need to be on an app specifically for people that are already full of themselves. Just do Bumble. That's what I was saying. All right, so you got Bumble, Bumble, Hinge, Hinge Tinder. Tinder. Hinge is a lot of work, though. Okay, Bumble, Tinder. We're gonna knock out Hinge. I Raya, you just go with Tinder. Just do Tinder. Because... Okay, hold on. We got options here. Wait, right. is POF still like a thing? What's I don't POF? know the answer. I have to no that. idea what that Plenty is. Plenty of fish. Oh, it's a good I think question. that's an older I it was point of view. Yeah, that was like OK Cupid, <laughs> plenty of fish. Like my I'd mom like to, was back in the day. I'd like to give a it. shout out to uh, Carlos, the vice president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community, who says that Match.com did him well back in the day. So, oh, oh really? Yeah. Or apparently. eHarmony. Those are like those the are old those are ancient. Yeah. But those yeah. ones actually like those you, are for real people right, looking right. for real. They do. They do very long yeah. like tutorial like questions where they ask you all about like your religious beliefs and your they philosophical okay, beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Tutorial, by the way, was the word I was looking for when I was trying to explain how people should oh, get into the community. Oh, the one hundred and one. Yes. Thing, yeah. Anyway, uh, so okay, so we'll see. You mentioned Jade Eight. That seems a little too serious for me, Scott. 
You know what I mean? I get, you want I get me why to that's funny. Jewish girl? I was you want to say, are you not Jewish? <laughs> no, but my point I, I is, knew. from what I understand, that feels like that would be on the longer, you know, the sort of like longer information side of, of the app game. No? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why don't people it? just tweet you like the suggestions? That's all yes, that's you know a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hit me. Or, you know, we can oh, go to the community. The community yeah. Let's do that in the community. I don't need that filling up my personal. But <laughs> any, any good stories. I don't need horror stories. I'm not the kind of person that looks at the horror stories and then decides what I'm going to stay away from. I'm the kind of person that looks at the good results and picks from there. All that's right. all I got. All right, listen. If you, community, have suggestions for Clinton Yates as to what dating app he should use. <laughs> oh, my God. ESPN Los Angeles already has a whole Mm. graphic about Mm. this. Mm. (laughs) 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 All right, stick around. Big deal or no deal is next on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. All right, no Sedano this week. Sedano's in Vegas for Summer League. Hobnobbing with the uh, governor of the uh, Lakers. Well, that is, uh, maybe that is what he told us earlier. Maybe yeah. not hobnobbing. Maybe, maybe more like introducing himself. Kind <laughs> of I wonder if he brought his own snacks. <laughs> well, he did say he bought some, uh, some snacks down in the lobby of the hotel. It is time right now for Big Deal or No Deal on Sedano and Cap. And here is Lindsay Baseball. All right, so you would probably have to be living under a rock this weekend if you did not hear about Zach Wilson making headlines. <laughs> It's July. They're not about football. So the New York Jets quarterback has been at the center of a salacious social media maelstrom. I didn't even know what I wrote there. Uh, For the past 24 hours after his former girlfriend accused him of cheating on her. Uh, But the details are a little bit, uh, what did I say? They're juicy, right? Yes. So Washington Commanders receiver Dax Milne, who was previously Zach Wilson's best friend when they played together at BYU. Roommate. Yes. He posted a couple of romantic pictures embracing Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend, Abby. They were on the beach, like, and he wrote something like, uh, word, word is out there, whatever. Like, basically indicating that this is now his girlfriend, right? So then people on Instagram then accused Abby of homie hopping, or for the older people out there, maybe even you, Cap, <laughs> dating the ex, her ex-boyfriend's best friend. Wait, that's called that. That is a phrase. Home, yeah. Homie that's, 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 that's a reg, that's, that's, a, that's a regional. That's a regional dialect. But yes, there's there are various forms of that word. Yeah. So when you when you're a woman, and you date a guy, and then you break up, and then you go date the guy's friend, mm-hmm. that's called homie hopping. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. Some some parts of America they call it that. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the reaction from a lot of people on social media was you know a lot of crazy memes, whatever. There's a lot going on there. But then. Uh, in response to that, the girlfriend, Abby, the ex-girlfriend, Abby, wrote, well, he was sleeping with his mom's best friend, so he's the real homie hopper, meaning Zach Wilson, right? <sighs> everyone went nuts, and now everyone, you know, like, there's memes everywhere with, like, Stifler's mom and, you know, like, Stifler's the eye, oh, yeah, eye-winking jokes with, like, oh, it's like, he's a cougar, all that, all that kind of stuff. It's She's a cougar. Very, yes. Yeah, yes. he's not the cougar, right? Well, he he's is a cougar because he went to BYU. That's the joke. Right, that's the, yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh. oh. He, he wrote, Missed there was a post from, like, I don't know, a year ago, two years ago, where it was just, like, go cougars in all caps, and everyone was just kind of posting that, laughing about it. <laughs> okay, so. So is it a big deal or no deal? This is a huge deal, and it's a big deal because, oh, uh, there's so much at play here, Scott. All right, number one. Homie hopping, whatever. That is the thing of least judgment in this scenario for me. However, the move that is certainly going to spark the biggest actual like life problems for both of these guys, or never mind her, dating your mom's best friend. <laughs> I mean, you know what that says to me, Scott? That says, 
I know I'm going top five in the NFL draft. <laughs> I'm going to do whatever I want to do. <laughs> That's what that says. Now, exposing that as the X for no real reason other than the clap back at the fact that you're dating his current friend or his former friend, that to me is where this turns extremely dicey because, hello, we're talking about BYU. We're 80% of the seniors are married by the time that they leave because of what happens from a cultural standpoint at the school. That part, revealing that part, has reverberations around that community that i got to imagine are going to be very difficult to deal with for the next three years. So let me get this straight. Huge deal. So this dude, is is he was with this girl. She homie hopped over to his best friend, his college roommate. Mm-hmm. And then she aired him out by saying, I'm not a homie hopper. This is a guy who is dating or more with his mom's best friend. Exactly. Which is, I mean, to me, that's, uh, you know, objection, Your Honor, inadmissible and or irrelevant. You know what I'm Completely saying? Completely irrelevant, especially in 2022. <laughs> the matter at hand. Let the man live. But, you know, it's the question becomes, was he potentially doing that whilst he was with her, hence leading her to do what she did? Who knows? This is all very messy, and it's all very... Uh, let's just say reality show style. But if I'm the team, like if I'm the Jets, I'm like, hey, Zach, why don't you get in here and explain to us exactly what happened so we know what we're dealing with going forward? Wow, this is a very, very complicated story. Young man, superstar college quarterback, becomes top draft pick of the New York Jets. He's not playing in Cleveland or Cincinnati. This is New York. They're going to love something like this, and they're going to pounce all over it. Then you got the best friend who you were roommates with, who's now with your ex-girlfriend, but all the while, the ex-girlfriend is airing you out for dating your mom's best friend. This is a very complicated love square. It's Not square. a love triangle. Yeah. This is, the, a love, this is a love square right here. Do the Jets and the Commanders see each other this season on the football field is an Good important question. question. Good question. I do not, I do not have their uh, schedules at hand, nor off the top of my head do I know, but if so... That suddenly becomes a monster game if Zach Wilson's former teammate is still even on the team because he's kind of a you know marginal yeah. wide receiver. It's possible that he's not even involved no, by the time not, they get to each other. They're not playing. I'm looking at the Jets' schedule right now. They're not facing they're off not, in the Super Bowl this year. Each other. No, <laughs> it doesn't look that way. You know, this is just it just reminds me though of like weird stories of young guys with much 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 older women. And by the way, it happens all the time, right? Older dude with much younger girl. But younger guy with much older woman, we all, for some reason, kind of think that think differently. Um, I had a buddy of mine, Clinton. Yes. True story. True story. 16 years old. His dad um, started dating his personal assistant. Oh, great start. The personal assistant was babysitting the kid, like staying in the house for the weekend oh, while the God. parents were out of town oh, or whatever. God. And 16-year-old boy... Winds up him with girlfriend, who by the way is now stepmom. Thirty years later, so what? Yeah, so the he was sixteen, she was probably like thirty. They had a little thing while she was dating his dad. Oh, and then she wound up marrying the dad. That's I can't do that. That doesn't work for me. Aren't the? But these are like juicy, salacious, bizarre stories. Yeah, but that's 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 how do I say this? That's crossing streams in a way that I don't necessarily like. The reason why this is interesting to me is because at this point, if you're Zach, like, were you lying to your mom? 
You know what I'm saying? Like that that's in fact the most interesting part about all of this to me, Lindsay. Yeah, so this originally was a radio Tinder question that we didn't have time for, and I was gonna ask you guys, would you be okay with your child dating your best friend? Because Cap, like, what would you do? I don't have any kids, so I can recuse myself from this. Cap, let's say you have a, a you or Rachel have like a a lady friend that you guys hang out with. Would you be okay with your son dating her? No, right? No, no, no. Just that's just too weird, dude. My twenty-two year old son, nasty, and my fifty-year-old female friend dating each other. I don't think so. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't sit right for me. I don't like that. I'm not judging the other way around either. Like, if my fifty-year-old buddy wanted to date my twenty-year-old daughter, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Hands off. And it's not a judgment thing. That's just not how I run my program. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't. I, I wouldn't want to be around the dynamics of that. Forget about the gotcha. judgment. You of imagine who's doing what. you imagine me and Rachel saying, uh, "Hey, Justin, that's my son's name. He's twenty-two. Hey, I've Justin, met him. yeah, yeah. Do you and uh, I don't know Suzanne want a double? Date? Do you guys want a double date tonight? <laughs> <laughs> my son would be like, "Yeah, Dad, are you buying dinner? Who's I'm picking like, up the tab? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to know if like, uh, oh my God, that's weird. If Zach Wilson's mom is like cool with it. Well, you know? my, my thing is, and the reason I brought up the Mormon element is because you know, not to get too far into this, polygamy. The, well, and the repression element. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in places where people can't talk about things out loud. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not saying this is probably normal, but like, I don't necessarily know how wrong everybody involves thinks this is. And I might be one of those people included. It's just really awkward thing to come up in the middle of the summer. Yeah. All right. Well, way to go, Zach. You gave us quite a story to talk about here. All right, Lynch. Yeah. Let me get another one in here really quick. Okay. So, uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, obviously they've been in contract extension talks for basically the past two years. And if they don't reach an extension, he's going to become a free agent after this coming season. There's a lot of work being done on both sides, but over the weekend, Jackson appeared to make his contract demands very clear because he changed his profile picture on Instagram to a famous scene from How High that is about needing money. Like, I need money. I couldn't play it because there's too much profanity going on in there. (laughs) And then even in a song in the background. But Jackson is now claiming that he did not make the change in regard to his extension. He posted a gif from How High on Twitter and then coupled it with a cryptic caption. And then afterwards... He told USA Today, I'm not putting my business life on social media. I would never do that. I won't put my personal life on social media. I show stuff, but I won't throw subliminals out. That's not me. Okay, well, what could a quarterback who's in the middle of a contract extension situation possibly be changing his profile picture to I need dollar sign possibly mean other than like wanting to get paid? So is this whole Lamar Jackson weird social media situation a big deal or no deal? Clinton. Uh, it's a big deal for a couple of different reasons. Number one, can we take some time to show reverence to the great black American film that is How High, starring Red, Red Man and Method Man, which is hilarious. It's about two stoners who go to college and they're trying to figure it out. And the character who plays I Need Money, which is the name of a character, not just the scene, does not talk, Scott. All he does is indicate he needs money. And if he gets money, then he'll proceed with his activity. Number one, that is tremendous out of Lamar. Number two, I don't think Lamar Jackson knows what subliminals are. Because this is neither a subliminal, it is a direct indication of what's going on. And furthermore, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't understand why he's running away from this. This is funny. It's topical. Sure, it makes sense. It's what you're actually doing. This is weird to me on a lot of levels why he's apologizing for this on for any reason at all, Scott. Yeah, I'm going to say this is no deal. I mean, I just don't see this as being a really big deal. I know everybody likes to make a whole big stink when a player changes their avatar or their profile, and they're, they're clearly sending a message. 
I mean, you know, Kyler Murray, same deal, like earlier in the year, remember? Like everybody's yeah. talking about, oh, he took off the Arizona Crawls. Listen, are guys trying to send messages? I presume so. But, like, I, did, I just looked up Lamar Jackson on Twitter, and I realized I wasn't following him. And then I followed him, and I guess I'm able to somehow, like, DM him. So I just DM'd him and asked him to come on the show, and we'll talk it out. <laughs> you voice <Wow>. capped. <laughs> All right. I just I just slid right into his DMs. Nice. Oh, you're too funny, nice. Cap. But, yeah, I mean, like, nothing wrong with that. How high is hilarious. Great soundtrack, too. I got to see how, how high. You, I mean, it's, you know what, Scott? I actually think you would think it was funny. There's a certain element of the comedy that I think you would enjoy just in terms of the characters Red Man and Method Man play. It's, 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 it's really good. Like, it holds up. It holds up better than a lot of movies from that era that are about randos smoking weed all the time. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> hey, Linz, can we get one more in or we, we pass the I break? I think here? we got a break. All right, Monday evening now on Sedano and Cap. Clinton Yates is in all week long. What up? Really excited that you're here. This is the timing could not have been better, Clinton. I know. It's for you great. to be here this week. It's great. Everything is lining up nicely. Want to give a quick update on some things. Probably going to be hitting the batting cage tomorrow or the next day, Scott. Just so you know. Get a couple swings in. Nothing crazy. Just remind myself of the batter's boxes. We all right. Well, say. I have a question about that. Um, yeah. First of all, are you a lefty or a righty? I bat right and I throw right. Okay. Um, in softball, unlike in baseball, mm-hmm. You know, you got to wait it out. You know, the timing is a whole yeah. different deal. You know, the ball goes up in the air. This is slow pitch softball. Up right. in the air, comes back down. You got to really wait. different, different bat pass, different all that. Yeah. So, are you um, taking BP on a softball machine? So, this is what I was trying to figure out. I mean, I'm not. There are there are those. The place I planned on going, that's kind of most convenient, isn't that? I was just going to take them on the the sort of the slower, you know, the slowest pitch, just so I could get back to the reps more than anything, because. The bottom line is that swinging takes, in fact, quite a bit of energy. And I just want to – so, for example, yesterday I was throwing with Julian. I was just making sure I could get down my – like, I can throw the ball accurately. I can throw it all day if I manage my energy. And I was just trying to figure out, like, what is it going to take for me to be able to get through this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I'm playing shortstop and i got to make a bunch of throws, I just want to know what I can do so that I'm not absolutely dead at the end and how, how much – how hard of a percentage I can go. So I'm going to get out there in the next couple of days and figure out – What is the swing feeling like? What is it looking like? And how does that mean in terms of what I'm going to try to do with the plate? When you look at our team, Clinton, Mm -hmm. um, how many people do you think on our team will go the extra mile and on their own either go to a batting cage, uh, dust off their glove? I know you took Greg Bergman to buy a glove last week. Sure. Um, and, and how many people on our team will actually go out and practice? Just throw the ball around, I, swing the bat. What do you think? I think Bergman will. I think if invited, Emily will. I think Jorge probably will just because he's the kind of guy that likes to get after it. Home. His brother's a really good baseball player. Right. And yeah. so, like, he knows what he's doing. So there's that. Uh, Sliwa, I don't know. I was I was hosting Alan and Sleewa the other day. Uh, Alan and Sleewa. I keep calling the show. I know that, you like call him Alan and Sleewa, and I never correct you on it because I just think it's so cute. <laughs> My bad. Uh, I actually think, and this is no knock to Slee, but Slee's just not a big baseball guy. I actually think Slee is perhaps the weakest link on our team. So oh, wow. I'm not sure what he's going to bring to the table, and I want to make sure that he's up to speed so that he doesn't get hurt or try to do something that he shouldn't do. So I, I mean, I just mean in terms of effort. So we'll see. You know what I mean? But I, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I think we can gather this all together over the next couple of days and, and really put a fun effort out there for everybody who shows up to see. Clinton, what is your opinion? I'm of the opinion that we should all week long interview players on our squad. Yes. For example, 
Kurt Sandoval is on our squad. Now, do you know Kurt at all? I don't know Kurt. I know who Kurt is. I am not his, like, I don't know him, like, personally. Okay, so I've only met Kurt a couple of times, and uh, we did spend quite a nice afternoon together at the Rams Draft House. Okay. But um, I would like to find out from Kurt you know, just a little bit more about what he thinks he can bring to the table. Sure. What sort of value he adds so that you can then hear what he has to say and, assess. and then really determine where he belongs on the field. Yeah, I think that works, and it also determines where uh, what other people do that are not just on-field things. This is one of the fun things about running a baseball team. Somebody's got to be on the snacks. Somebody's got to be on the warm-up balls. Somebody's got to be keeping the book or whatever. Not that we're going to do all that necessarily, but you know, there's a lot of fun things you can do as being a part of a team that aren't just batting and fielding. I would like to bring on as a guest this week because I don't know her that well either because, you know, she's working early. I'm working later. We don't cross paths very often. I would like to bring Emily, the producer of Travis and Sliwa, onto the show this week. Same thought process, Clinton. What is she? What kind of experience does she have? What does she think about her game? Where does she think she can add the most value? Does she swing? Can she hit? Yeah. Is she going to practice? I would like to bring Emily on this week. I think we can arrange that. Okay. I think we can arrange that. And we know we can do them quickly. We don't have to have full eight-minute segs with each person. We can do two in one. You know what I mean? A quickie. Just a, a one segment has two people. And then you do two of those a day, and we got six people. Cap, I, I have to know, since I was out when these teams were announced, mm-hmm. um, are you disappointed at all that I'm not on your team? Because I was. Like, I, 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 I contemplated protesting. I'm not playing unless I'm on Team Cappy. Wow. Um, well, you know, you're not alone, Lindsay. There were a lot of people that did try and abandon ship on Team Mace. Um, you know, like Beto Duran, I believe, immediately jumped right out into social media <laughs> and said, I'm not playing on Team Mason. I mean, I feel like the natural thing would have, like, me and Beto with you, you know, since Laura's not playing, Sedano's not playing, then that, like, those, that we're, like, the only other... And maybe even Clinton, because I feel like Clinton probably fills in we're, for we're our show little, the most. We're a little late in the game to be complaining about rosters. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying okay. since I, again, I will reiterate, since I was not here last week when the teams were announced, Clinton, I'm just you. making a point. I just wanted to know what Cap feels about it, because we haven't talked about it. Well, you know? I feel like um, if you look at our squad, we've got Bergman from Mason and Ireland. Yeah, we've there was got, like a, a switch off. Like, right, yeah, there was a, there was yeah, a like design. Since, they, since, yeah. they, since Cap got Greg and they wanted to, because I asked, right? Because I'm like, first of all, I ain't on a roster. And then I asked and they're like, well, we did it because they wanted to separate like you and Cap and Mason right. and Greg. And like, you know, like that's, that's how the thought process was because we talked about it with the boss like when we went to lunch. So that was our thought process of like, okay, if I have the producer of this show, then I have to put them on the other side. And they didn't want like our shows to be together. Well, they didn't want it to be us against them. They wanted it to be well, they like... they sure did after the Mandy's happened. Well, but, but that's why I think that I do believe, <laughs> without having spoken to anybody in management about this, that... The six to five to zero score after the Mandy's <laughs> could create like internal conflict amongst the shows. So I think that in this case, by bringing Bergman and Brionis over to our team, and then by infusing Emily into our team, uh, and giving us and, and separating she's good, though, like she's good. She Emily plays, plays water, water yeah, polo in water college, polo. which is underwater wrestling. Yeah, which is what that is. Yeah. She's dope. And I can text her to see if she like is down to come on. Also, as we speak, I'm currently coordinating a cage session with one Beto Duran. He says that the batting cages in Torrance have a slow pitch machine. So for oh, those nice. of you who aren't wanting to get out there and go for the fastballs, this is something that's doable. Dude, boomers and upland, I used to love going to the 
the batting cages. Yeah, there. yeah. Okay, that was dope. Yep. Okay. Um, all right. So listen, uh, we've got we've got Bergman, Brionis, we've got Emily, we have Alan Sliwa. So they've they've divided Sl- Travis and Slee. They've moved the Travis and Slee producer over to our side. They moved uh, Lindsey Baseball over to the Team May side. Which Lindsey, I'm I, I would have loved to have been on the same team. But my question is this. Do you think that there's conflict between you and Mason where that could be disruptive on the team? I'm just going to say that, you know, since there's no trades allowed, they better hope that I'm not, you know, going to throw the game or anything for Team Cappy. Just saying. You hear that, Clinton? Wow. That's not the kind of attitude we want here. We're trying to foster a community of love. Okay, if we're trying to foster a community of love, we would have all of our shows on the same team. A community of competition and a fair play. I actually believe that the rosters were constructed for the opposite reason that Laura said. I feel like they want to create conflict, and that's why they are the way they are. You know, they wanted to create conflict, these teams would be a little bit more fair. This is going to be a beat. You don't think it's fair? See, I I feel like they're pretty fair. And if anything, I feel like, like, like... Putting Travis and Ramona on the same team, I feel like that's and even like Taylor. Taylor I feel like Taylor, but I, I feel like they're fair. Just going through got it, like chance. how we went through it on, well, on crosstalk. Got a chance for sure. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you player for player. You tell me who has the advantage. You okay. ready? Yeah. Uh, player for player, Mason versus Kaplan. Who has the advantage? Kaplan. Okay. Duran versus Yates. Who has the advantage? Probably Beto. To be honest. Come on. Really? He's in more. He's probably in better shape. He plays more. Yeah. Okay. Demarco against Kirk Morris. Kirk by a mile. Okay, Lindsay versus Emily. I'm going to say Emily. She was a D1 athlete. Okay, Michael Funches against that. Mario Ruiz. Ruiz, he's just got to be faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Clapper against Kurt Sandoval. San- I mean, I don't know Kurt, but... Sandoval. <laughs> I'm <laughs> guessing Clapper. Sandoval, yeah. Uh, Dr. Clapper's going to bring the orange slices, okay? Right. <laughs> That's a very underrated skill. Quickly. Taylor Smith versus, uh, versus Jorge Briones. Taylor. All right, look, listen, I can't even get through the full rosters. All I can tell you is everything seems to be pointing towards advantage team Kaplan slash Yates slash Shidano. Love it. We, we got to get out of here. We got, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow at 4, everybody. Hey, community, phenomenal job out of you guys today. Way to be involved in today's show. Great work. Laura, great work. Lindsay, CY, we'll see you tomorrow. We love having you. And uh, tomorrow, 4 o'clock, everybody be here. We will be. Peace.